Hi everybody, this is your Keeper speaking. You may already notice the unbelievable sound design on this pre-roll has been carefully crafted to exactly resemble the audio environment of a Holiday Inn somewhere in Southern Virginia. It's an aesthetic choice we're really proud of and we can't wait to get your feedback. It has nothing whatsoever to do with the fact that what you're about to hear is a fairly irregular episode of A Horror Borealis. That's right, we're taking a brief break from the hide-and-seek arc to bring you a special bonus episode from the Patreon archives. About once a month, we record a special alternate universe AHB episode using any game system other than Monster of the Week. We then upload those as bonus content that you can access from the OneShot Network Patreon, and you'll hear more about that once the episode actually starts. What we're bringing you today is the very first one we tested out way back in January, but there are many others you can get your hands on by immediately pledging to the OneShot Network. Do you want to hear Martha, Mariah, and Siobhan as small-town teenagers in the 80s? Or as plucky young superheroes battling a corrupt government official? Do you want to know what Daisy Kennedy would be like in the world of She-Ra? Or experience the joy of everyone's favorite park mom in Wookiee form? These are all real, actual, semi-canonical things that have happened, and each one we do becomes my new favorite, so I hope you get the chance to check them out and enjoy them. And that, if nothing else, you enjoy this one until we can get back to you with the regular show next week. To anyone who came out and joined us at the Chicago Live show a couple weeks ago for Cryptid Keeper and Skyjacks, our audio from that is now live on the Cryptid Keeper feed. We were so delighted by the number of people who turned out to come celebrate with us and literally ecstatic over the number of Horror Borealis cosplays we saw. It was amazing. Uh, if you're doing an AHB cosplay at any con or event you're attending, please, 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 please tag us. We are powered solely by validation and nothing in this world makes us happier and we want to celebrate you relentlessly, so let us have this. As always, the part of Mariah Harris is played by Addison Peacock. The part of Martha Campbell is played by Tim Warner. The part of Siobhan O'Shaughnessy is played by Andrew Giada, who also composed our excellent theme music. And I'm your keeper, Alex Flanagan. Thanks so much for listening, and enjoy the rest of the show. Bye! your enthusiasm. Uh, hi, everybody. Thank you so much for being a patron of the One Shot Network. We're pretty excited because that means we get to keep our job. Um, but more importantly, it means you get to listen to some really, really weird bonus content. And this is our first offering in the uh, remarkable treasure trove that is One Shot Patreon bonus content episodes. So we are the team of A Horror Borealis, which is a monster of the week campaign that takes place in alaska and like has to deal with cryptids and the national parks and etc etc it's very fun but today uh we're actually taking those same characters that we typically play in that game system and we are playing a game called oh dang bigfoot stole my car with my friend's birthday present inside so i'm really excited so about that it's so much it's I a think great the fact title that it's like a really unwieldy title makes me even it's happier. so good 
And when I abbreviate it, I just abbreviate it, oh, dang, Bigfoot, which is also great. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, dang. But, oh, dang. Bigfoot. Oh, dang. Bigfoot stole my car with my friend's birthday present inside is uh, a game based on Lasers and Feelings by John Harper. But this particular version of it is by Paul Matajevic. And uh, it's just like a one page RPG. You can find it on DriveThruRPG. That's where I got it. And it's extremely rules light. It's extremely framework light. And we're just going to go with it and have a great time. So we're starting from square one here. We have nothing yet established. Uh, so we'll just jump right in, I guess. Hell yeah. So here's the setup of Oh Dang Bigfoot Stole My Car With My Friend's Birthday Present Inside. You are supposed to be heading to a friend's place for a sweet birthday party. But you stopped to buy a card and when you came out, Oh Dang, your car is being stolen. And is that Bigfoot at the wheel? It's time to go on a wacky road trip and chase that Sasquatch down. So I guess the first thing we need to decide is whose birthday party were you going to? Adam Kennedy's. Yeah, that sounds of right. Course. I somehow knew that was going to be the answer even before I asked it. Okay, so you are uh, you are on your way to Park Director Adam Kennedy's birthday party. So is this, wait, are we playing in the universe of a horror borealis? You are playing the, yeah, so you guys are playing the exact same characters transposed into this, like, slightly more uh, slapsticky version of that universe, I think. Okay. So my concept, my concept for the bonus content we're going to be putting out. I definitely missed every... that, but I love that. <laughs> no, you're fine. So every month I want to take the same characters and basically port them into an AU by playing the same characters in a different game system. And for each different game system that we do, we'll have like a different plot. Mm -hmm. And some of them will obviously be so far removed from the canon that it's just going to be like a completely new universe that the same people happen to exist in. Just like a, you know, like a traditional AU would be. This one, though, I think is like a good jumping off point for that because the world and the kind of motif is just similar enough that we can sort of justify it as like this weird spin-off episode. <laughs> so we don't have to do a whole lot to change the setting um, because Bigfoot exists in our setting, cars exist in our setting, birthday presents exist in our setting. So we have a lot of common ground already. This is okay. the one where we got too ahead of where the manga was, so we had to have a filler episode or two. <laughs> <laughs> this is our beach episode. This is our beach episode. Thank God. So um, every anime has a beach episode and has a, if it's a high school anime, has a cultural festival and a sports festival episode. Uh, change my mind, oh, you man. can't. Okay, yeah, so this is our this is our, our beach episode, I guess. Except it's a road trip This episode, is our so. cultural festival beach episode. Oh, okay, amazing. I'm trying to think Absolutely if, amazing. like, Naruto has a beach episode, and it I don't has think so it does. Many. I'm, I'm mainly oh, talking about... Oh, not like about beach a, beach, but, like, it has so many It has so many fillers, too. yeah. I'm mainly talking about uh, animes with, like, a... Like a, like a more grounded setting like not an alternate like a different world setting so much although some of those do still have beach episodes regardless mm -hmm. death note no beach episodes okay okay i i would i, I would like it was... pay so much money for the lost beach yeah episode okay death note. i thought it was implied in what <laughs> oh i said God. but let me make a specific like let me make an adjustment here anime with a lighter a lighter tone that isn't about death murder and like the inherent lack of morality in power like <laughs> death murder is going to be the name of my next anime oh death perfect. murder death murder on the beach. well alex uh, it wouldn't be any weirder than and they said there is never a girl online <laughs> and they said there is never a girl online 
the wacky, wonderful world of anime. Incredible. Wait, but what's for the actual, actual Bigfoot stuff? It's actually called, no, sorry, I'm a liar. It's called, And You Thought There Was Never a Girl Online? That's the actual That's title. That's still wild. Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm lying. It's okay. Let's dial it back into a specific kind of silliness. I'm not going to say silliness is off the table, but focused silliness. All right. So first things first, we need to create characters. So step one is you need to choose your character's style. That can be brains, brawn, smooth, serious, wacky, or wise. Ah, yes. So sort of an archetype to draw from. Um, The six genders. (laughs) Yeah, I think we all know the answer. Well, let's just go around and, and say it for the good people at home. So I should say mine, or we... Addison, you want to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Wacky. Oh, so you're gonna... So Mariah is wacky. That's that's your archetype? So is she not? What is one? she? I, I figured you would go for brains. I guess but she's why? the yeah. wacky is yeah. fine. But, the, but she's also the flake. Like, that's her archetype in Monster of the Week. Which kind of does yeah, imply totally. a certain amount of wackiness. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, whatever you want. If you want wacky, we can roll with wacky. Let's, that's great to me. Yeah, oh, wacky. Wacky. We're, she's wacky. Wacky. Let's do it. Okay. Um, Andrew, how about you? I am the brawn. Yeah, you are. Siobhan right, so is the Siobhan. muscle. Siobhan <laughs> Thank you. Siobhan. <laughs> Siobhan. Oh my god. Is that your name in this universe? Is this like a universe where everything is the same except your name is slightly different Maybe. and Bigfoot stole your car? Maybe. Oh no. <laughs> Alright, and That's Tim, cute. why don't you tell us what, Martha, uh, what Martha's deal Martha's is Martha's probably going to be serious. Okay. Not smooth? No, no. Is this not smooth jazz, Martha? <laughs> I mean, that would be interesting. It sure would be. I would I would like to see smooth jazz Martha. She just goes around to everyone just, you like jazz? You like jazz? <laughs> you like jazz? You like jazz? All right, so then next we have to choose a role, and your role on the team can be athlete, comedy, driver, <laughs> not that. Driver, face, investigator, navigator, or techie. Uh, same order. Yeah, let's do that that way. So, what's what's Mariah doing for the team here? Um, I'm thinking investigator. That's what immediately tracked mm-hmm. for me. So, yeah, I think that makes the most sense. Uh, how about Siobhan? Probably driver. Cool, love it. I'm assuming it is your car, since you have the most yeah, canonically significant yeah. car. Yeah. The Chevan. It's the Chevan. He stole the so Chevan. So the Chevan has been stolen. Bigfoot stole um, the Chevan. Wow, incredible. And then, uh, what's Martha's sort of job here? Navigator? Okay, great. So you've got, like, the big old 1990s road maps up, and yes. love it. Yeah, love it I don't so know how good she is at, like, maps, though. <laughs> oh, goodness does not matter. Okay. Competency has never been a roadblock for us. You don't say. <sighs> so what do okay, park step... rangers do? <laughs> what do they? Okay, step uh? three. Uh, you're going to choose your number. You only have one stat in this game, and it's this singular number. That's so my kind number. of game. <laughs> yeah. And so your number is going to be between two and five. Basically, a higher number means that you're good at patience. So like research, tech stuff, staying cool or precise action whereas a lower number means that you're more reckless. So actions that require intuition, smooth talking, wild and passionate action, or street racing. Oh, no. And the reason those numbers function that way is because if you are trying to use a patience stat, 
you want to roll under your number. Mm. So you start with a higher number. If you're trying to roll a reckless stat, then you try to roll above your number. So it makes more sense to start lower. Okay. So choose between two and five. Higher is patient. Lower is reckless. I'm choosing a two. Okay. <laughs> that sounds right for Chevron. That that feels good. Feels yeah, that, right. that I tracks. love Chevron. That tracks. <laughs> I'm choosing okay. a five. Okay, excellent. And I guess Martha would just be around a four. Okay, cool. So we have. We make a few GM notes here. So Siobhan is a two. Uh huh. Mariah is a five, and Martha is a four. Love it. Okay. Cool. And then the last step we need is you need to write down your character's name, which we already know, so you don't necessarily need to do that, and what their present was. So what present you got, the uh, the esteemed park director. Yeah, what was the present? Are we each... I don't know, did you, did just, you each we get a present? Did you get a present joint present? Or... Hmm. What do you guys think? Joint present or bespoke presents? Well, if we did a joint present, we could do. We a could all pool our money one. together and get him a really nice <laughs> present. You're right. Yeah. I like thinking. Okay, so so what did we get him? I was gonna get him a really nice hat. Well, we could get him a really, really, really nice hat. Wow. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln's hat. <laughs> oh the God, exact one. Hat. No, not just no a Abraham Lincoln's pipe. hat. Oh, Abraham okay. No, Lincoln's we got him Abraham yeah. Lincoln's. I am misunderstood. His actual hat. hat. <laughs> the original Abraham Lincoln hat. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Worn from by the original Abraham Lincoln. Worn by Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter. Hey guys, oh. is that canonical in this universe? We can make it canonical. Sh- sure. Was, in was, this in this slightly adjacent universe, Abraham Lincoln was a vampire. <laughs> nice. So our present is Abe Lincoln's hat. Addison, He's are you Abe- okay with that? I I have no objections. Nice. <laughs> Love it. Why would I ever object to that? I don't know. So is that your canonical present offering? Yes. You've got Abe Lincoln's hat. Yeah, yes, a very expensive hat. hat. It has, like, vampire hunter stuff in it. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like what, per se? Like, like garlic. got silver silver nitrate around the brim. And, and, it, oh, and it smells like garlic. And like a holy inside. water pouch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the right there on the hat. There's wait, a little pocket. Wait, wait. You know the little flowers clowns wear on their lapels? Yes. There's yes. one oh, of those. Gosh. But is it's that full the of holy water. It? It's oh, full of holy water on the hat. This is an incredible Garlic-infused garlic holy water. I just accidentally like <laughs> knocked into my pop filter. I was too excited. So if there's like a clanking noise that it's on my audio, I'm sorry. But That's okay. There's also okay, like so this is a, a sash with like holsters for uh, stakes. Do you really think he wants a Ooh. sash? Well, he's not gonna wear it, but like he can put it on a mannequin. Martha's <laughs> gonna keep it. He's just gonna take the mannequin around with him. Or I could keep it. Yeah. All right. Um, and then the last thing that we need to do is each of you needs to pick a character goal. So there is a pre-gen list if you want to pick one of those, or you can make your own. The options the game suggests are get your stuff back. Prove Bigfoot is real, party down, get revenge, or help your friends. I think I'm going to get the hat back, is, is Shabron's Chev- okay. goal. <laughs> All right, so, hmm. Shabron James over here. I'm going to prove Bigfoot James. is real. 
Of course you are. <laughs> yes, very like, good. Like, there was no other choice for me. Yeah. And then uh, Martha's going to help her friends. Aw, nice. Aw. Aw. Okay. So as a group, you need to pick two things that will help you chase Bigfoot. Uh, that can be motorcycles, a loyal greyhound, RV, sweet laptop, Bigfoot knowledge, etc. Any two things that are sort of your, uh, your aces up your sleeve in terms of taking this Bigfoot chase to the next level. Oh, you know Mariah has Bigfoot knowledge. Well, yeah. She, she do have so much Bigfoot knowledge. And I think that the three of you as a group have Bigfoot knowledge, mm-hmm. right? Like, you are seasoned or semi-seasoned at whatever point this... Uh, this beach episode takes place. Yeah, throw, you have throw at least us under some cryptid hunting knowledge. Throw us under the broiler. We're seasoned. Amazing! <laughs> what a great joke that everyone's gonna love. Hey, I think you're being a little sarcastic, and I don't. You know what? Just cut the joke then. <laughs> just cut. I it. will. Just cut it out. Um. Okay. And then one other thing. What's your other? What's your other thing that you have? Now, okay. Can we have a biplane? What? A biplane. Sorry, yeah. what? It's a biplane because a lot of straight plane. No, no, definitely not straight. <laughs> In this game, I don't think so. Not a straight plane. Okay, can we okay, have a um, straight plane? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, do you, do you guys want a biplane? I don't know. That was just a suggestion. Biplane. Sure. We're gonna catch up to Bigfoot so fast. Okay. Could it be a gay plane? No, I'm kidding. We're just making more puns. All right. Pan plane. Okay, so you are armed with Bigfoot knowledge and a biplane. Mm-hmm. Now you need to pick one problem that keeps following you, like um, a rival out to get you, on a time limit, dwindling resources, or you also stole a car. What about or you also case, stole a biplane? biplane. <laughs> oh my stole, god. Is this a stolen biplane? Yes, I yeah, love what if that. You stole it? Whose biplane is it? Uh, Barnold's. Well, it would make sense that you would steal a biplane because you are starting out in Alaska, and so biplanes are a fairly common way of, you know, getting around, especially up there in the backcountry where you guys are. Yeah. Does it um, belong to the ranger station and we took it without permission? Yes. Okay, that works for me. Okay, nice. so... Stole the biplane. So stolen biplane is your obstacle here. Okay, great. So, the way that the rules for this game work are when you do something risky, you just roll a single d6 to find out how it goes. You get to add another d6 if you're prepared, and yet another d6 if you are an expert in whatever your particular task is that you're trying to accomplish. And I'll be the one making those calls, so if you're wondering if you're an expert in something, ask me. Okay. Then you roll your dice and you compare each individual result to your number. So basically the more die you roll, it they're not cumulative, it just gives you more chances of getting an ideal result. Oh, okay. Cool? Cool. If you're trying to use a patient action, you want to roll under the number that you set, right? And if you're trying to roll reckless, you want to roll over your number. Okay. And then basically from there, your success is determined based on if any and how many of the die that you roll succeed. So if none of your dice succeed, it goes wrong. That's just like a total failure. Um, One die succeeding would basically be a mixed success. So you scrape by, but there is a complication, a harm, or a cost. If two of your dice succeed, you do it really well. So great job. If three of your dice succeed, which means if you roll well, you're prepared, and you're an expert, um, then it's like a critical success and you get some extra bonus effect. 
Now, here's a fun weird mechanic. If you roll your number exactly on any one of your die, you get to evoke maybe basically a happy birthday result, which means oh. you get a special insight into what's going on. You get to ask me a question and I have to answer honestly. So then you can um, change your action if you want and roll again. So there you have it. There is also a help out option. If you want to help someone else, basically you just justify it and then if you um, and then you roll. And if you succeed on your roll, you get to give them an additional die for their dice pool. Cool. Make sense? Yeah. Okay, cool. Then, uh, yeah, let's get going. <laughs> there are a few more rules that will come into play as we go. Uh, but for right now, we're just going to go ahead and get started. So the sort of base setting for this game indicates that you stopped to buy a card and when you came out, your vehicle was stolen. But I think we're going to flavor text this a little bit for our world. And I think we're going to say that you were on your way to Adam Kennedy's birthday party and you stopped at the diner after uh, a long day of present shopping to grab a cup of coffee before you head on over. So you're in the diner consuming your coffees and pies and what have you. And uh, when you come out, your car is being stolen. The Chevan, the illustrious Chevan is being stolen. Oh no! Bigfoot is at the wheel. Oh no! Oh my God. <laughs> oh dang, Bigfoot stole my car. With my friend's birthday present inside. <laughs> oh, dang, Bigfoot stole my car. Your car? Oh, dang. Oh, dang. Bigfoot stole my dang car. And Adam's birthday present was in it. Ah, dang. Ah, dang. <laughs> so we already know meta narratively that you are going to have stolen a biplane from the ranger station. How do you get up to the ranger station to steal a biplane? And how long does this take? We steal a car to get up to the biplane. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> okay, whose car do you steal to get up there? Um, Barnold's. <laughs> you steal Barnold's car. Wait, no, that's not going to make any sense yet because people haven't listened to that. Yeah, that's um, you like know, a guys, year out. I'm really sorry, but do you know whose car I think we have to steal? The mayor's. Oh. Ooh. Sorry, Addison there's no, who? there's no way the mayor is parked at the diner. The no, mayor would not I, go to the guys, diner. you know whose car we have to big, steal. Are we stealing Big Billy's? Can we just like we ask him? Take... Wait, let's say, hey, Billy, can we borrow your car to go to the ranger station? Yeah, let's ask Billy. Okay. Um, so he's you know up at the counter running his diner as he does. Mm -hmm. Hi, Billy. Hi, Billy. Oh, hey, how's it going, you guys? Was uh, was everything all right? Coffees and pies. Uh, yeah, it was great. Is there any chance we could borrow your car for a little while? A little while we had some car trouble and we need to get to the ranger station. Oh, yeah. No, not a problem at all. Let me just go grab the keys for you. Thanks. Thanks, Billy. <laughs> I can't... Wasn't that easier than stealing? Yeah, yeah I was just say, <laughs> hey, um, we have a lot of fun here on Horror Borealis, but stealing <laughs> is not cool. All right. Um, he returns from the back room with the keys to his car, which are... You know, we've never canonically established what kind of car Billy drives. So I'm thinking, ooh, it's definitely some sort of SUV, right? Uh -huh. Like in a 1990s SUV. Uh, oh, hello. What's this monster? I am Googling 1990s SUVs. Oh, to find okay. A Very good. He could drive an Escalade. Was that a 90s car? <laughs> Probably. Beats me, dude. Let's see. What about a Hummer? How about a Daihatsu Rocky? Okay. 
I do not know what that is. I'm into it. Let's go. It's just like a 1990s SUV. It's kind of cute and weird looking, and I think that's perfect. Cool. So you borrow the keys to his SUV, and he says, uh, just try to get it back by end of business, you know? I'd like to go home at the end of the night. Will do. You got it, Billy. Okay, and you are now in possession of an SUV. Hooray! let's head up to the ranger station. All right, so you drive up to the ranger station, and uh, for each major stop we end up at on your road trip, and I'm going to count this as the first one so we can sort of establish the mechanics of the game, and this is like the tutorial level of, oh, dang, Bigfoot stole my car with my friend's birthday present inside. Mm -hmm. So when we reach a major stopping point, everyone takes turns describing something they're trying to do today, whether that's drive, talk to or evade authorities, fix a car, um, steal a biplane. <laughs> you have to roll 1d6. Okay. And then we'll act out the scene if it seems like something that needs acted out. Okay? Okay. Right. Okay. Um, and those are just rolls that we need to do to describe things. I don't think those are the same as our number rolls. So if you roll the highest number, it went well, and you get to describe something nice you got, an item or a friend, etc., and mark it down. And then you sort of have that as an asset. Later, you can spend, quote-unquote, that nice thing to get a plus one die to a roll. So basically, oh, nice. these these travel stops are a chance for you to acquire bonuses, basically, by acting out things that happen to you in the scene. Okay. If you roll the lowest number, no matter what you are doing, something goes wrong, and you get a new wacky problem to deal with. Oh, no. Dag, nabbit. Mm-hmm. So, let's go ahead. And uh, everyone tell me one thing you're trying to accomplish, and we'll work with the dice from there. Is it just, like, right now, in the time that we got Billy's car to when we got up to the ranger station? So this is you are at the ranger station. Got it. So so these rolls happen when we reach pit stops, basically. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So I would like to hop on a computer, go into a cryptozoology chat room... And get info on Bigfoot. <laughs> okay, great. I'm gonna roll. Okay, and that's just one d six. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I rolled a one. <laughs> well, okay. I don't think anybody's gonna roll lower than that. But we'll keep. We'll so see here's how it the goes. thing. If, I think probably if... I got a virus on Adam's computer. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, go ahead, uh, the other two, tell me what you want to do, and then roll for it. Um, Tim, what do you want to do? Well, I feel like one of us needs to talk to the park authorities, and the other needs to go steal the biplane while they're distracted. Well, does Martha know how to fly a biplane? Of course. Okay, then I'll distract. Not, and no, of course not. Fly. She she doesn't know oh. how to fly a biplane. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, then I'll go fly the biplane, and you can distract. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so the biplane, we'll say, is parked on a small paved lot out behind the ranger station, which is effectively what you guys have in terms of an airstrip. It's not much, but this is the spot to come and go from. So you do have that small emergency landing pad here, and that's where the biplane is being kept. Siobhan, you would know this, and I think you would also know how to operate it since you are a park ranger. Uh Uh-huh. So that will be your role. And then Martha, um, the person, we'll say, manning the desk today at the ranger station. There are two options for this, and I can't decide which is funnier. But I think since you were already on the way to Adam's party, I'm going to say that he's not the one there. 
Um, so why don't you roll to uh, distract Riley while this is going on? Okay. So both of you just roll 1d6 and then tell me what numbers you got. Got a five. Yeah, I got a two. Okay, so Martha had the highest roll, so yours goes well, and you get an additional thing to spend. You can take a minute to decide what you want that to be. Siobhan, your action just happens. It There's no consequence to it. It just goes down. Okay. And then Mariah, you have the lowest roll, so we do have to resolve a consequence for this. Yes, I know. I think that as funny as like the virus on the computer thing is, it does need to be something a little bit more affecting to your journey. It needs to be something that's going to have some forward motion with the narrative you guys are dealing with. Okay. Um, I don't know what that is, though. (laughs) What were you going to... You were looking for information on Bigfoot, right? Yeah, I wanted to know, like, where Bigfoot is most frequently spotted, if we can track Bigfoot down and get the car back. Okay. Um, I think what happens is you're looking for this information on Bigfoot, and what you actually end up finding is um, Bigfoot's Foursquare page, Bigfoot's 1990s Foursquare page, um, with a list of Bigfoot's check-ins. And Foursquare uh, then did you not exist yet, but I will go with it. Doesn't okay. matter. Alternate universe. <laughs> and you are blocked from that page. So you can no longer view Bigfoot's whereabouts, and now Bigfoot knows that uh, he's being followed. Because oh, he gets a ping from Alaska and no! realizes, uh-oh. <laughs> okay, well, I hecked it up. <laughs> uh, okay, so I don't think there's any reason for us to spend a lot of time role-playing out either of these other two actions. We'll say that, um, Martha, you spend a moment talking to Riley about some conversational topic, whatever that might be. Um, and then we have this moment of that distraction happening and Martha running out from the office where the computer was, just as you see Siobhan driving the biplane past the main window of the park office. And you realize it's time to get out of there. You run out to the biplane and you take off on the first leg of your grand journey. Hooray. Okay. And uh, can I just say that there are parachutes in the biplane? Uh, yeah. Is that what you're spending your, your resource on? Yeah, I guess so. Or, or okay, is it great. something so that I can choose later um so basically what you decide is you decide something that you get now from this particular action that you took so i'm thinking what might make sense here is maybe you ask riley for maps of the area or something that works um that would make sense to me as a starting action and then you can spend quote unquote those maps later to achieve some map related result okay okay so I got okay, maps. Cool. So you asked. <laughs> Great. So you have maps. Um, so you guys are now in a biplane, uh, taking off on your adventure. Nice. Which way? <laughs> which, which way do we go? <laughs> I couldn't make the right a good plane noise. I don't know why I tried. Can I see on the maps like what the <laughs> main roads are and where Bigfoot may have gone? Okay. Cool. That was me trying to give some uh, Foley. It was I very loved good. it. <laughs> All right, so Martha, you are using your navigator role to try to analyze these maps that you have. Yeah. And look for major roads that Bigfoot may have taken. I'm going to say this is probably a patience role because it's something that has to do with, you know, studiously looking over your maps and coming to a conclusion about that. Do you want to go ahead and spend your map die that you just got to increase this result? 
or do you want to hold on to that for later? Um, I mean, is this something that I would know? I would know all the main roads, right? In this area, yes. Since you guys are just starting out, I think that you would know okay. what the major routes are that you would be taking. Then let's not use it yet. Okay. For the sake of argument, let's go ahead and say that you have a preparation die and an expert die, just so we can get this first roll out of the way. Oh, cool. So roll 3d6, and <laughs> you are trying to roll under a 4 on one of them. I got a 3, 2, and a 1 on all of them. Nice. All right. Wow. Excellent. So that's a critical success. So you look at all the possible outcomes laid before you on this Alaskan roadmap, and um, you suddenly come to the realization with a bit of a facepalm moment that you are from an extremely tiny town. So like, there's really only one road that Bigfoot could have possibly taken, and you probably didn't even need to look at the map in the first place. But you did, and you confirm your suspicions that Bigfoot is driving south on what are the major Alaskan highways? See, I'm not prepared for my job. Um, uh, uh, Grizzly Road. South on Grizzly um, Road. What? Sure. South on Grizzly Road toward Interstate 420. Okay. <laughs> no, it, it can't It can't be if he's headed south. Why not? Because south and north highways are always odd numbers and east-west are always even. Well, he's on well, Grizzly alternate Road. Universe. Oh, alternate right, universe. Right, 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 right. He's on Grizzly Road heading south okay, got it. To, to Interstate 420. Got it. Okay, great. Interstate 420. <laughs> Interstate 420. So critical success. You know not only what routes Bigfoot is likely taking, but exactly where Bigfoot is going. Cool. Okay. Well, uh, what else are you guys doing? I'm flying the ding dang plane. You sure are, and I think you should probably have to roll something for that. All right, what should I roll? <clears throat> well, um... Or I guess how, you, ma- how many? Yeah, so you are at least rolling a die. Yes. Uh, I don't know that you were prepared to fly this plane. I don't know that it was necessarily something you set out to do today. No, but I am an expert at it, I think. Mar- it, let's let's give you two dice. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, Shabon right. definitely has flown planes in before. Uh, yeah, I think so. So let's go ahead and roll two dice, and we'll say this is a reckless action, so you're trying to roll above your number. Yeah, I, I got a three and a five. So both both did that. Okay, great. So that's uh, that's just success. You do it. You fly nice. the ding-dang plane, Yeah, as you said. Fly that ding-dang plane. Okay, and uh, Ryan, is there anything, <laughs> anything you're trying to accomplish right now? <laughs> <laughs> Is Mariah just making plane noises? Um, so, <laughs> if I'm the investigator, while we're in a plane, what can I really do? You can grab some binoculars and search your surroundings. Oh, dang. Ah, oh, dunk. You, okay. can, uh, you can check your Blackberry for any information you have stored on there already about Bigfoot. Well, okay. I have you're a pager. You're shooting yourself in the foot then here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> You have Ann Pager. Um, I am going to do my hands around my eyes like binoculars. Very good. And look out onto the earth and see if I see anything funky. Okay. Um, well, you're definitely not prepared, and I don't think you're an expert in hand binoculars. No, nope. but why don't you go ahead and roll 1d6. I'm just being a little and... wacky. Okay. Yeah, let's roll 1d6, and let's try to roll... Uh, let's try to roll patience for this. Okay, so that means you would have under to be five. very patient for this to work. Yeah, you're trying to roll under a five. 
I rolled a four. Nice. Okay, nicely done. Thanks. So one die succeeds, meaning you scrape by, but there is a complication or a cost, basically. Oh, dagnabbit. Uh, okay. I'm trying to figure out what this might be. So what are you looking for precisely? I'm looking for the top of the Chavan. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, then here's your here's your cost, I Excuse guess. Me. Okay, yeah. You are looking for the top of the Chavan, and I think in your usage of hand binoculars, you probably ask Chavan to fly a little bit lower so you can see better what it is that you're doing. Oh, dag nabbit. Um, <laughs> you do so, and you do spot the Chavan. However, you are under the impression that you also are spotted as the Chavan speeds up, seemingly without reason. Heck. Heck. Which isn't an enormous problem, since you are in, of course, a biplane, but I think we'll say that... Uh, Again, you weren't really prepared for this. Uh, at least two of the three of you are not used to necessarily flying in biplanes. And uh, you are fairly exposed to the weather up here. And it's pretty cold. So you don't want to go too much faster because the wind is kind of an intense factor in this. Well, hold on. We're in a cabin. Mm-hmm. Wind, doesn't, um, so wind doesn't do the thing in the cabin. I had assumed that Mariah had opened up a window in order to look with hand binoculars oh, rather okay. than just pressing her face oh. against the window, but if I was incorrect in that assumption, let me know. I had not imagined opening the window. Okay. Um, then, yeah, that kind of explains why you would definitely need to go lower in order to see anything <laughs> at all. So we will say that your, uh, your complication is that Bigfoot is now aware of you and is weaving and moving faster and... Uh, basically trying to shake you. Hmm. What do? Okay. An excellent question. I don't know. It's not like we can, like, try to ram him off the road. <laughs> uh, do you guys there... want to have some character conversation about this, baby? Sure. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, Oh no, he's swerving all over the road. He's gonna maybe hit someone. I don't know. Does Bigfoot know how to drive? I mean, he seems to be doing okay. Well, no, because he's swerving all over the place. Is there, Alex? Is there a mm-hmm. is there a grappling hook in the car or in the, <laughs> the biplane? Is there a grappling hook in the biplane? Um, you tell me, Park Ranger. Do you usually keep grappling hooks in this biplane? Well, I kind of meant like uh, one that I could like shoot to grapple the the van. You're asking if the biplane is equipped with a grappling hook. Yes. So I have an idea. Um, okay. So instead of a grappling hook, which I do not think is standard issue on any biplane, uh, maybe this is okay. like one Fine. that is used by firefighters to help with forest fires. So it has, like, the stuff that you spray out, and it's like, oh, yeah. So it has, like, a fire retardant foam on it. Yeah. Oh, dang. All okay. Right. Oh, oh, dang, indeed. Oh, I see indeed. what you're doing. So we'll, we'll pull out in front of them and pull, pull the lever on the fire retardants. Pull the lever! <laughs> okay. What do I, what do, I, do I just do that? Siobhan, uh, pull forward and pull that lever. <laughs> pull, pull it, pulling and pulling. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to need you to make two rolls for this, Siobhan. Okay. I want you to make a roll for this crazy plane dive that you're doing, which uh-huh. is definitely going to be reckless. Uh-huh. How many? 
Um, oh, you're definitely equipped to do crazy yeah. plane dives. How many oh, reckless? Yeah. No. I don't know that you're an expert on crazy plane dives. I don't think you've okay. trained as a stunt pilot. I think you just have some plane experience as a part of your, sure. you know, park ranger training. So let's say 2d6. Okay, that's a four and a five. Okay, nice. So two die, you succeed. You do this crazy plane stunt, and it yeah. is the most dope. Yeah. Um, but then you're going to have to roll patience, I Uh-oh. think, in order to successfully execute this cool uh, fire retardant maneuver. So can I okay, help so out means... uh, by pulling the lever so that Siobhan can uh, focus on flying the plane? Okay, so you want to man the gun? The, the yeah, fire foam yeah, gun? Yeah, the fire foam gun. Yeah, sure, we can do that. Okay. Um... So I think that, yeah, we are still going to count this as a Siobhan roll yeah. with an additional die from Martha. So, so Martha, first you have to roll to see if you succeed in helping out. Oh. If you do succeed in helping out, then we give that extra die to Siobhan. Uh, so what am I rolling? So, yeah, you're rolling 1d6 for patience. Okay, I rolled a 6, so that's not very good. So that's not successful, unfortunately. No. Okay, so um, how, how many patients So you do not do get to help out. Um, let's see. I think you've probably operated this plane before in forest fire situations. Probably. So I think that you're prepared. Still don't think you're an expert. So let's no. say 2d6 for patience. Okay. And that means I have to roll under. Under a 2. <laughs> what if I get exactly a 2? Then you get a happy birthday. Cool. Should so I... for a happy birthday, you get a special insight into what's going on. You get to ask me a question, and I have to answer honestly. If that information affects your action, uh, then you get to roll again for a different action. Okay. What can I ask? Like, what will happen if this roll succeeds, or is that too much? <laughs> um, I think that's a bit okay. metagaming. Will... You can ask me for information about the like scenario, not necessarily about the mechanics. Okay. All right, all right, about the scenario. Um, do I have to do it now, or can I hold on to it? Well, you have to do it now, because we have to resolve your role. Right, okay. Hmm. Gosh, I don't know. Guys, what should I ask? Wait, so did know. you roll a two? Hmm. Yeah. Um, is there any way to do this safely without hurting anyone? Yeah, how can I do this safely without causing any extra damage? Extra damage to what or who? If there are, like, other drivers on the road. I don't think the road itself is super populated. There are not that many people making an exodus from Revenant, Alaska at the moment. Okay. Um, And this is kind of, I'm envisioning Bigfoot being on this road from Revenant to the main road. It did take you some time to get up to the ranger station and grab your plane, but I don't think the distance between you was that vast that it would be, you know, a a particularly quick getaway for Bigfoot driving your van. Um, So I think that this is still pretty much, like, there might be one or two other passengers at a bit of a distance, but this certainly isn't like a a traffic cluster. Okay. So now I'm going to roll my second one? Uh, Yeah, go ahead. And that is a three. So, no. Okay. So it goes wrong. Yes. Basically. No. And I think what happens here is that you go to um, operate the gun, and there's nothing wrong specifically with 
the way that you are attempting to operate this gun. What is wrong is that you suddenly recall that you just recently had to take care of a forest fire with this technology, oh, no. and the tank is empty. No! Oh, dang. Oh, dang. Oh, dang. Guys, the gun is empty. I just had to put out a fire last Tuesday. Ah, oh, dang. <sighs> Well, now we're really... Well, now what are we supposed to do? I don't know. What are we supposed to do now? Uh... Well, I mean, we can't really stop him from up here. We can just kind of follow him. I guess we could just follow him, see where he's going. I mean, yeah, but eventually we're going to run out of fuel. We don't know how long he's going to go. All right, one of us could drop down onto the van. I could take us down real low. Um, drop down oh my it. goodness. I so love that idea. Me or Martha? <laughs> well, you didn't sound too excited about it, but Martha did. I'll do okay, it. Martha. Maybe. Hey, I'll so do it. Thing, right, so <laughs> don't die. Definitely won't. All right, so what is this action that you guys are trying to attempt here? <laughs> We're going to drop down low, and Martha's going to jump onto the roof of the van. Jump onto the roof of the van. Yeah. Incredible. Uh-huh. Um, I have a complication to introduce. Oh, and no. I'm wondering if I want to do it before or after we resolve this. I think I'm going to do it during, actually. Oh, jeez. So okay. go ahead and roll Martha reckless for me. And this is one die. You ah, are woefully shoot. unprepared for this action. Ah, dang. So roll 1d6 reckless for me. Hey, it's a happy birthday. How are you going to help out? I was going to take the the plane down like as close as I could. Okay, great. Um, Let's resolve your happy birthday first, Martha, and then we can see if Siobhan helps. Okay. Uh... So you get a special insight into what's going on. I honestly don't need, don't know if I need to know anything else. Let me offer you this. Okay. Would you like to know what the complication is that I'm yeah. about to introduce and then decide if that if you want that to change your action that you're going to take? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So I just rolled a d6 to introduce a complication from the complications table on the GM side of this game. Um, and the result that I rolled is a 5. So if you look over oh, on the right side no. of this page. <laughs> Alex, why? The complication. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, no. And I love this so much. The complication is a History Channel TV crew tries to meet you. (laughs) So here's the situation. You guys are flying your biplane in hot pursuit of Bigfoot, who has stolen the Chavan with your birthday present inside. And you are getting ready to execute this daring maneuver where one of you will drop down onto the roof of that vehicle. And you see a helicopter approaching you from behind. And not just any helicopter, it's a helicopter with an enormous Block H logo on the side. A logo which I'm sure at least one of you recognizes as the logo of the history Oh, you know which one of us recognizes it. (laughs) (laughs) I very do. Um, In the front seat, you see a camera per- well, you see the person operating the helicopter. But right behind them, you see uh, a camera person and an individual with a microphone. And it looks as if they're- approaching you specifically okay here's the thing i am prepared to ca- to uh confront this complication <laughs> yeah i'm ready to just like okay. keep on dropping down onto this car okay so you don't want this to change your role at all no you do your thing okay. and i will head off the reporters from then then here's what we need to do 
Um, so Siobhan, you wanted to help out by navigating the plane a little bit closer. Yeah. Go ahead and roll a 1d6 reckless, Siobhan. All and right. then if you succeed, Martha will get another die. I succeed with a four. Okay, great. So Martha, you get to roll one more die for your reckless action. Okay. I got a one. <laughs> nice. Okay. So, oh, no, yeah, wait. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, no, you hecked up. So total failure. Um, no. It goes on, very on, wrong. How many, how many die do you have now? I only have... You had another one from me. Yeah, I only had one to begin yeah, with. Yeah, so Martha started out with one die, chose not to roll oh, for a different right, action, right, right, so there is okay. no re-roll, and then you got one additional die, that die also failed. Okay. So, uh, so does, does oh. the happy birthday mean it succeeds or no? No, a happy birthday doesn't mean it succeeds. Basically, a happy birthday gives you the chance to ask me a question. Oh, that's dumb. And then if you want to change your action, you can roll again. Okay. So, um... Or wait a second. Maybe you get to roll again either way. I... There's not a ton of clarification in the guidebook for, oh, dang, Bigfoot stole my car with my friend's birthday present. See, I feel like... You know what? I feel like it would let me roll again, because otherwise okay. I would just have one dice to go off of when I, originally yeah. I would have two. Go ahead and go ahead and roll one more time, then. Okay. That's another one. Okay. Well, it was a nice attempt. You talked me into it, so that's that's not nothing, kid. Um, okay, so I think you are beginning this dive, Siobhan, and your dive is so choice, because nothing went wrong with the dive at all. Mm -hmm. But as you are swooping down to near the plane, the helicopter flies up even closer to you, and it makes executing this maneuver a completely foolhardy idea. You cannot safely get down to the car with this helicopter right next to you. You will run your plane into the chopper blades, and it will not end well for anyone involved. So you have to abort that course of action, and instead you see the uh, reporter in the front seat of the helicopter gesturing wildly to you to open your window. Okay, I'm ready. I'm, Let's go. I'm, I'm going to talk to him. Like, I'm going to pretend like I don't see him. <laughs> Mariah's ready though, right? <laughs> okay. So you, you open the window? Yes. <laughs> okay, great. Do you say anything or do you wait for them to initiate this conversation? I wave. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Um, okay, the uh, the reporter pulls open the window with some effort. The camera person stumbles backwards in the wind a little bit as they try to keep their camera straight. And the reporter, whose hair is blowing around her face in a tangled, awful mess, um, shouts to you over the wind. Um, Where is the history channel? Are you the ones who are the owners of that vehicle? Okay, so uh, here's the thing. You cut out for part of that, so I'm going to need you to say that again. Okay. Um, all I said was... You're from the History Channel. Are you the owners of that vehicle? So I lie. <laughs> and I okay. say, yes, I am. That's not that much of a lie. No, yeah. Um, Part owner. But okay. Yeah. Um, they gesture to you to land. They're trying to convince you to land for a moment. No, we're going to do this here. <laughs> we do it here or we don't do it at all. <laughs> Okay, I think the reporter tries to uh, get into a position that allows her to brace herself through the window so that she can reach out the microphone to you for this epic <laughs> mid-air interview. <laughs> and says, uh, give me a name generator here. <laughs> Needs character names. 
this character generator that I just pulled up asks, how many examples would you like? Which gender would you like? What's your character's title? And flavor? And the mm. flavor is pre-selected as human. <laughs> so that's flavor. That's a little bit <laughs> disturbing. Mm, I don't human love flavor. it. Oh, great name, though. Thank you for the human flavor character name generator. All right. <clears throat> the, uh, the reporter leans out the window and says to you, My name is Amelia Baxter, and I'm with the History Channel. Is that your vehicle being driven by Bigfoot? I do believe so, yes. Can you tell us what led to this set of circumstances? Yes, uh, so we... By the way, pause. Um, since I want to prove the existence of Bigfoot, I'm getting what I want, like, right now. Um, oh, exactly. Yeah, you totally are. <laughs> okay, anyway, unpause. So... Okay. We were on our way to a birthday party for Revenant Park Director Adam Kennedy, um, and uh, we stopped to get a birthday card, uh, and when we came out, we saw the aforementioned Bigfoot uh, taking the car, commandeering the vehicle, and speeding away. So we decided to pursue. Do you have any information on why Bigfoot chose your vehicle? Honestly, I'm just spitballing here, uh, Miss Baxter, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess it was just convenience. Where do you believe the Bigfoot is headed? Pause. Do we know where the Bigfoot is headed? You do not. Okay. I think that is information you may choose to try to find I out. I think you hear... Because I know where the Bigfoot is headed. I think you hear you Martha just, like, screaming at Siobhan, like, with the uh, the map in her hand since the window's open and it's really loud in here. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to Interstate 420! Oh, um... Uh, so he's going to Interstate 420. <laughs> All right. Um, Amelia Baxter leans back into her own helicopter and says, And that's the information you have directly from the source. When this airs in 18 months, you'll all have the information first thing. <laughs> you'll it. all have it first thing in 18 months. <laughs> but you know what? First I still got what months. I wanted. And I'm okay with that. Okay. Thank you for your cooperation today, Miss... Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, incredible. Um, I think that Amelia Baxter probably tries to say one more thing and then the wind blows the microphone out of her hand and out the window um, and they, the camera person closes the window forcefully so as not to lose any more important documents. Since they're the History Channel, I'm just assuming that they have like important papers and things fluttering around inside because that seems like a good sort of flavor text. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but there you go. Unfortunately, in the midst of this complication, um, you have fallen a bit behind the Bigfoot chase because you're trying to fly your biplane around a helicopter that is actively interviewing someone inside. So you guys have lost a bit of ground in this no! instance. You can still see Bigfoot up ahead and Bigfoot pulls onto a different road um, that is connecting directly to the interstate. So you are rapidly approaching a point at which Bigfoot is going to be navigating among um, a more populated roadway and also in full view of a lot more people. So those are some upcoming factors. What are you guys going to do? Oh man, oh man, oh man. Well, should we try to get ahead of him? Yeah. Let's I, try and yeah, take a shortcut. Yeah, actually we should. We, we know where he's going. Right? So why are we still following the road? Why don't we just skip over to Interstate 420? 
that sounds good to me. All right, cool, do it. I do that. That's going to be um, a reckless roll for you, Siobhan. How many? This is just driving a plane, so go ahead and roll two for this, 2d6. Okay, that's a three and a five. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Total success. So you navigate the plane, ace pilot Chevron over here. Heck yeah. And uh, it's so you, good. <laughs> you, so you put some distance on and you get ahead to the interstate. Nice. Nice. Okay. Now, what's your plan from here? We're going to cut them off. planes can't really hover, so what are you going to do? Um, we're going to do some sky riding. Okay. <laughs> oh. What are you going to write in the sky? Oh, I don't know. Is that okay with everyone? What else could we do? I mean, that the only thing that like I could think of joke. is get out ahead of Bigfoot on 420 and then steal another car and go chase him. Ooh, you want to turn this plane chase into a car chase i mean i don't see any other way to interact with the bigfoot yeah let's do that i don't know if bigfoot can read (laughs) well he can drive a car (laughs) that doesn't mean they can read they might be able to i don't i don't want to assume all right so we're gonna land the plane and steal a car okay great um there is probably like a roadside gas station or no you know what there's like a like a fish and tackle shop yeah i love that because it's wilderness fun times so there's like a little fish and tackle shop with a small parking lot outside it's kind of adjacent to a gas station but the main draw here is people who want to go in and get fishing bait and talk about fish um Mm. and there is a, a little paved lot outside where you can possibly successfully land your biplane okay Let's okay. L- let's land there. Great. Uh, roll 2d6 <coughs> again for Reckless. Okie doke. That's a four and a two. Happy birthday. Okay. So, so that's a happy those, birthday. So one of those is a happy birthday. Um, do you want to ask me a question about what's going on? Yeah. Is there a, a car that we will be able to steal easily? Sure, yeah. Okay. Then I guess we'll do that. Okay, great. Okay, um, so do you want to go ahead and roll, re-roll that die? We'll keep your success. Do you sure. want to re-roll that die? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof, that's a one. Ooh, okay. So that's a success, but a narrow success. Uh-huh. You scrape by, meaning there's a complication, harm, or cost. I think the complication here is that you land the biplane... Um, but it's a rough landing, so gone is your chance to quietly sneak out and steal a car. Oh, um, the owner of this fishing tackle shop is coming to the door and saying, well, What's going on out here? Is, there, is everyone alright? Was there an accident? Uh, and if you want to steal a car, you are going to have to do it quickly. Okay, I say, yeah, just official park ranger business, go about your day, and I run over to the car. <laughs> okay. Um, this we will consider a stop on your road trip, so everybody is going to take an action and roll 1d6. Okay. So, uh, Siobhan, do you want your action to be hijacking a new car? Yeah. Okay, great. That's a two. Okay. Um, Martha, what are you gonna do? Uh, have the authorities caught up to us yet? No. Okay. 
there's not really a reason for authorities to catch up to you yet. Mm-hmm. You haven't done anything strictly illegal. We haven't done a real crime yet. Haven't done the this real crime. Soon will change. <laughs> uh... I almost want to gain a friend in this uh, bait shop owner. <laughs> uh, how are how are you going to attempt to do that? I mean, that? I don't think it's possible. Um, you would have to be really, really lucky to yeah. succeed on that. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, is there any way that we could soup this car up? Um, okay, how so? Uh... You know, I'm not sure. I'm just trying to think of other things to do other than get in a car. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, is there anything you want to steal from this roadside store? Anything that you need? Or a grappling is hook. there... <laughs> a grappling, <laughs> grappling hook. They definitely okay, have something like you that. You know what? You could MacGyver a grappling hook from some sort of fishing pole situation if that's what you want to do yeah definitely damn right you could okay so you want to um run in and acquire the means for a grappling hook acquire legally or otherwise okay (laughs) i'll do it legally (laughs) okay great and then mariah what are you trying to do here i'm gonna do some investigating Okay, how so, so I'm gonna... I don't really... I'm really not... This is so not what Mariah... I usually use Mariah for. I'm not very out of my comfort zone. Um, mm-hmm. Which I understand was the intent. But uh, I, I genuinely don't know what to do. Um, I guess ask people if they've seen a Bigfoot. No, um... No, because you guys just got ahead of Bigfoot. That of was kind of your, your Okay, so here. maybe... I'll ask the, like old man with a glass eye in the bait shop uh-huh. if he knows <laughs> how to trap a Bigfoot. All oh, right. Nice. Sure, yeah. I, I genuinely am just flying by the seat of my pants right now. I don't know. Okay, great. That's perfect. So, Martha and Mariah, what are your roles? Just oh. 1d6 straight up and down. I got okay, a one. Roll. So, I rolled a two, which is lower than my normal than my number that I picked. It doesn't right, matter it how it relates to your stat. Oh, it just matters how it relates to the other roles people do. Okay, I rolled a two. I, um, I also got okay. a two. Okay. And then, um, Tim, what's I your I got role? a one. Oh, no! Oh, my gosh. That's like, is that three ones in a row? That's, I think it is. That's actually really, really lucky for yeah. the other two. Yeah. It is. It's um, true. Because you kind of had, like, the lowest stakes yeah objective here so your failure is not such a bad thing. i mean i do want a grappling hook but i mean you do want a grappling hook and you will not get it because ah. this is a failure um but the other two will get what they're going for but we do need to break this tie to figure out which one of you had the bigger success so andrew and addison why don't you just go ahead and roll again just d6 straight up and down mm-hmm. oh man that's a i two rolled a again. five Okay, so Mariah has the bigger success here. Nice. And um, the car theft, I guess, just goes. Nice. I guess just we happens. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what Sorry, happens. is that not what you wanted us to do? <laughs> no, that's fine. Do it. I'm just, I think it's hysterical that this was neither like a resounding success or a failure. This is the one that just happened. Yep. Okay. So you uneventfully steal a car, 
Um, uneventfully steal a car. Uneventfully steal a car. Um, and then, Mariah, let's walk through your big success first, and then we'll walk through Martha's failure. So go ahead and roleplay out this scenario for me, Mariah. Oh, good. Okay. Um, (laughs) so I go in. And as uh-huh. I described, I guess there's an old man with a glass eye in the bait shop. There is an old man with a glass eye. And he looks to me like someone who might know a thing or two about Bigfoot. So I walk up to the counter and I, I lean on the counter, but like I don't look at him. You know what I'm talking about? Like conspiratorially, mm-hmm. I lean yep. on the counter and like look off to the side, but I'm talking to him. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I say, uh, so you ever... uh cross paths with a Bigfoot? Eh? <laughs> Did you ever cross paths with a Bigfoot? With a big what? A Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, you mean a Sasquatch? Uh, I mean, yeah, if you want to get pedantic about it. Uh. Yeah, once or twice, once or two, yeah. Have you ever trapped one? Trapped? Heavens no! That's mighty uncivil! Okay, well then how do you deal with it? Same way I deal with anyone else! If he can pay for his purchases, he gets to go! (sighs) Oh, for sure, okay. (laughs) So you're saying just have a conversation with the Sasquatch? That's the easiest way to deal with anyone around these parts, isn't it? You know, I think you're right. Now what if the Sasquatch stole your car? If the Sasquatch stole my what? Car. <laughs> Did you say someone's stealing my car? No, a Sasquatch. He starts to look out the window. No, 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 no. A Sasquatch stole my friend's car. Stole your friend's car? With a birthday present inside. Well, what happened to his car? Whose car? <laughs> the Bigfoot's car. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, you should probably ask him about that. I mean, I would if we could talk to him. Talk to who? <sighs> Thanks for your time. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Martha, you are attempting to look around for grappling hook equipment, yes? Yeah, so I think I find it, and, uh... So, like, I get some fish hooks and I get some rope. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm headed up to the counter. I put the stuff down. And this is the same guy that Mariah was just talking to, right? Uh-huh. Oh, God. Yeah, of uh, <laughs> I think this is it for me okay. today. <laughs> eh? This, this is all for me? I think as you're doing that, Mariah, you are, like, kind of frustrated and trying to cool down and you walk back outside the store and you notice something a bit unusual which is you look across the street and there are a few residential houses on the other side of this Mm -hmm. road because this is sort of the last stretch of road before it connects to the interstate so this is like slightly populous but there are a couple of houses over there and um you see the chevan pull into the driveway of one of them Uh, oh Because I just rolled a, a GM D6 that landed on Bigfoot makes a stop at a friend's house. Oh. Nice. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. So you know what I'm going to go do? What are you going to go do? I'm going to knock on that ma freaking door. Okay. 
You're just gonna run across the room. Oh, nice foley. I'm at a wooden desk. <laughs> okay. Um, tell you what, real quick, I want you to just roll to, um, and this is gonna sound silly, but across the road, I literally just want to find out, like, mm-hmm. what length of time is between these So I rolled these two a five. <laughs> okay, were you trying to be patient, or were you trying to recklessly cross the street? I was trying to be patient. Look both ways. Do the whole, the whole thing. Okay, um, so you rolled your number exactly, which is a happy birthday, so do you want some insight into what's going on here? Who is, vis- who is Bigfoot visiting? As far as you can tell, it's just a normal human family. It's just a, a residential suburban family who happens to live here off of Interstate 420. Um, you don't notice anything unusual about their house whatsoever. For all intents and purposes, it looks like Bigfoot is just stopping here. However, you notice Bigfoot get out of the Chevan and walk up to the front door and knock, and the person who opens it um, seems to recognize and warmly greet Bigfoot before bringing him inside. That's very nice. I like that. So uh, I'm gonna go up and knock on that knock on that door. Okay, sure. Ooh, let me roll another character here. <clears throat> um, so you knock on the door, and um, <laughs> excellent. And a uh, middle-aged man answers, and he says, um, "Hello, can I can I help you?" Yeah, hi. Um, this is gonna sound a little weird, but. Uh, there's a Sasquatch here, and uh, I need to uh, speak with him about something. Hmm. I feel like this would be a roll of some sort. I'm not entirely sure what, though. The system doesn't really allow for... Well, you know what? No, this would be a smooth-talking roll, which mm. the system does have. So I think you're trying to convince this person to, you know, give you information on Sasquatch. Um, so why don't you go ahead and roll reckless? And that means it should be a low number? Uh... You want to roll over your number, so you're trying to get a high number. I can't roll not... over my number. Your number is five. Oh, no, you can I can't. roll a six. Oh, well, I'm not <laughs> going to. Let's give you 2d6 for this Okay. One. Well, I just rolled a five. Okay, so you get an insight. If I roll my number, yeah. I rolled mm-hmm. a five, and then I rolled a three. Okay, Um. let's go ahead and use your insight, okay. and then maybe that'll give you some information as to, like, Something that will give you an advantage in this conversation. What does Bigfoot want the car for? (laughs) Okay, there is a very specific answer to that. I don't know if it would make sense to give you this answer totally like this meta-knowledge, but I think you at least get the idea that it's something very benign. Like, Bigfoot is not trying to... uh, Like, clearly Bigfoot isn't trying to, like, run from anything specifically because... Like, it's not like there are agents on Bigfoot's tail or anything. Um, if there were, Bigfoot would probably be trying to, like, book it a lot faster than this. You know, to get somewhere more off the grid instead of just parking in a very visible driveway. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's something like that. And clearly Bigfoot has time for social visits mm-hmm. along the way. So it's not, like, a big deal either. You get the impression that Bigfoot has stopped here before. Just judging mm-hmm. by your conversation with the fish tackle man. And also by Bigfoot's familiarity with this family. <laughs> this random-ass human family. Um... So it's a social visit of some sort that Bigfoot stole the car for. I will go ahead and tell you this is not Bigfoot's final destination. Okay. But um, that information, I think, we'll say will guide you on your smooth talking. So why don't you go ahead and roll one more die. Mm-hmm. We'll say that you are um, trying to convince the person that you are, you know, not looking for Sasquatch for any ill means. Maybe you are also pretending to be a friend of Sasquatch or something mm-hmm. to that effect. 
Okay. So I rolled a five. Um, okay, I'm, so another insight. So I'm actually going to say, because I'm assuming that the old man across the street has a relationship with the Sasquatch. Okay. So I'm going to say, um, uh, I'm going to just, he had a name tag on. I'm just going to say that because he would have. Okay, What's his sure. name? Is it Gus? Is it old Gus? Oh, his name was Lee, actually, but Gus is really good. We'll go with Lee. The No, I meant the old man in the store. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, his name is Lee. Okay, it's Lee. Okay, so um, I'll say, I feel so weird. Okay, this is fun. Um, I'll say, uh, whew, I'm like sweating. Um, <laughs> Lee asked me to uh, let them know about some uh, new products he's got and they might be interested in. I don't know. It's going. Uh, okay, the, the man at the door who's greeting you now has a small child sort of clinging to his leg, um, just little ones running around. And so he's a little bit distracted and says, oh, uh, new <laughs> new products over at the tackle store. That's, uh, yeah, step inside for a minute. I'll, I'll go grab them for you. Thank you. Great. I come inside. There's a small okay. child. Okay. Yeah, the little kid looks up at you and says, are you Bigfoot's friend? You know, I think so. <laughs> What's your name? Redacted. <laughs> um, this little kid scrunches up their nose and says, that's a weird name. Mine's Alice. Well, that's a weird name. <laughs> well, that's rude. <laughs> well, you were rude to me first, Alice. I guess so. <laughs> Thanks, Alice. All right. Um, <laughs> um, are either of the other two of you joining in this action or Martha is still trying to buy this stuff uh, <laughs> she realized like... that she didn't bring her wallet along and oh okay I think at some point during this you do look out the window and see the Chavan in the driveway across the street okay so like here's the thing mm-hmm we're fine I'm finally gonna meet Bigfoot you are finally gonna meet Bigfoot so, do you roll to determine what Bigfoot's going to do? I have a few roles that I have done throughout the course of the game to sort of determine Bigfoot's motivations. Okay. And then there is a, there is a table for when you finally meet. That's what I was looking at. Which might go kind of wild, yes. Okay, I'm very excited because, keep in mind, this is very exciting for Mariah. Um, oh, very, very exciting indeed. Just know Even that half just, of like, me... beefing with the child. All right. Half of me is really hoping that you roll a three when we're supposed to meet Bigfoot. Oh, I don't want a fight I, scene. I mean, that's half of <laughs> just, me. That's half of me. I just rolled and I did not roll a oh. three. Um, oh, dang. That would be kind of amazing. Dunk. I'm sorry, but... Um, okay, so you, Mariah, are waiting in uh, the little foyer of this Please, hole. God, tell me you rolled a two. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, Siobhan, what are you up to? Um, I think I would be waiting in the new stolen car for... Okay. What um, kind of car did you steal? Uh, just like a little Toyota Camry, I guess. <laughs> oh, nice. nice. Um, do you notice your car sitting in the driveway across the road? I think at some point while I'm like waiting for Martha uh-huh. to finish up, I would look over and see the van and like get out and head over. Okay. Do you grab Martha or do you just go over on your own? Um, no, I'll just head over. <laughs> wow, <laughs> okay, thanks. Look, Andrew would go and grab Martha. <laughs> Siobhan, I don't think would. No, I understand. <laughs> that's that's fair. 
Um, okay, so you go on over. Siobhan, are you... What are you doing? Are you knocking at the door, or are you... No, I'm, I'm gonna, like, peek in the window and see, like, is, okay. is Bigfoot Okay, it's one of there? those, like, glass front doors. Um, so I think you look in and you just see Mariah standing on the other side of this door oh. in this suburban home. And here okay. comes Bigfoot. Um, okay, yeah. And so Mariah, the person that you were talking to when you first entered, um, walks back out uh, with Bigfoot walking next to him. So I definitely get a little starstruck. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my god, it's you. Oh, uh, hey, look, man, just be cool, okay? I'm not trying to start anything. No, I'm not trying to start anything. I just want to talk. Um, uh, Bigfoot looks nervously at his friend who shrugs and says, I, I'm sorry, they just said that uh, Lee over there across the street said... Nah, man, it's okay. I get it. What do you want to know? Well, I just would kind of like to know uh, why you uh, nabbed my friend's van. Because there's something in the back seat we really need, so we were trying to get it back. Um, Siobhan, are you still standing outside at this point, or...? I think I saw Bigfoot there, like, <laughs> talking, and I kind of, like, uh-huh. ducked behind the van, trying to get out of sight. Oh, okay. You don't want to be seen by Bigfoot. No, because I, I'm afraid, like, Bigfoot is going to freak out. It looks like that Mariah and this other guy and Bigfoot are having, like, a conversation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. No. So fair I, move. I think I kind of want to see that play out. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and roll patience for me for oh, staying cool and trying it. to duck behind a bit. This isn't a very hard thing to do. Okay. Um, well, I got a six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not great. No. <laughs> roll another one. We'll, we'll call this a two-die roll. Okay, let's see. Oh, wait, that's another six. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You turn to uh, duck behind the car and trip over your shoelace. So you fall flat on your face on the entryway to this suburban home. Wouldn't be the Um, first time. (laughs) The homeowner sees you and um, looks at Mariah and says, I'm sorry, is that... Are they with you? Um... Yes, she's cool. I promise she's cool. She's, like, everything. I promise it's cool. I genuinely, like, know it will. I just, I'm actually a huge fan. I just really want to know what's going on. Is this going to be, like, a whole big thing, or? No, it doesn't have to be a whole big thing. Uh, okay. Do you bring Siobhan inside, or? Uh, I kind of wave at Siobhan, like, come on in, dude. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I would like to get Martha over here if there's a way, Tim, for you that feels like organic to do that. Yeah. You don't want to force your hand. So, I fling open the the glass door and shout, Martha! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if I'd be able to hear that, but um, I definitely look over uh, because I'm trying to go find Siobhan so that I can get her and have her pay uh-huh. for the stuff. <laughs> So I go yes, out. I, love it. I go out, and I don't see anyone there. Mariah flings open a door across the street and yells, "Martha!" So mm-hmm. I'm like, really confused why she's in this person's house, uh, and I'll start heading over there. Okay, great. Um, Fab. Meanwhile, back in the home, Bigfoot's like, "Oh man, there's another one." But that's it. There's just us. Yep, only three. <laughs> So okay. are we going to talk about this uh, or what? Okay. The, the man who greeted you at the door, Mariah, uh, picks up Alice and sort of 
hoists her onto his hip and, and uh, jostles her up and down a little bit. You know, just like dads do with their kids. Mm-hmm. And says, uh, I, you know what? I, I, there's an easy resolution to all of this. Let's go sit down in the living room. I'll grab some coffee and we'll talk about it. It'll be fine. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> okay. Um, so this man, whose name is Alex, should Keaton. I, should I be wary? Can Keaton be trusted? <laughs> well, you're Mariah, so no. No. No one can be trusted, but... I'm Mariah is that meme of, like, the kid who photoshops himself behind himself with a water pistol and it says, trust no one, <laughs> not even yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very good. Um, before we give this a final resolution, we're going to consider this the last stop on our road trip. Um, so go ahead and we'll do one more round of 1d6 narrative rolls. So something you're trying to accomplish... Um, or do, or ask, or whatever, and roll a 1d6 for it. This is before sitting down to coffee, or in the process mm-hmm. of sitting down to I want to ask Bigfoot how many Bigsfoot there are out there. Bigs how many Bigsfoot? Thank you. <laughs> I rolled a okay. six! Okay. <laughs> uh, Siobhan, what are you trying to do? Um, I just want to get the Abraham Lincoln's hat back. Okay. And what did you roll? That's also a six. Nice. Okay. Nice. And then um, what is what is Martha trying to accomplish here? Uh, Martha doesn't want any coffee, so she's going to make tea. Oh. oh. Okay. You need to roll a 1d6. Okay. What you you made up with some I also rolled a six. <laughs> you rolled a six? Yeah, no way. Six, six, six. Seriously? Yeah. Six, six, you rolled sixes. Yeah. I will send you a screenshot of my <laughs> dice roller. Oh, my God. Um, oh, no. This is wild. You know, I would... Well, I mean, we could all no, just you know re-roll. What? Or... I'm the GM. You're this the GM. is my it's world. Yeah. These are my rules. I'm going to yeah. give you guys all happy ends. Yes. Yeah. So, Martha, you uh, you are able to politely decline coffee without feeling like too much of a burden, and you do instead get the tea that you are after. What kind of tea would you it's like? It's jasmine tea. Oh, oh very good. Oh. Classic. Sweet. Does anyone else want any? Um, or you nah, good with like coffee? coffee? Cool. Okay. Um, Mariah, while you guys are in the process of sitting down, uh, you can go ahead and ask Bigfoot your question. So listen, I've been researching just... uh, There's no other way to say this. I've been researching, like, you for a long time, and I was just wondering, is it just you, or are there a whole bunch of... a whole bunch... I don't know. I mean, I've got family up in British Columbia, but I don't really see them a whole bunch. Uh, my cousin lives out in Minnesota. Okay. Minnesota. Um, I pull out a pad of paper and a pen and write <laughs> Minnesota. Okay. Very good. Um, I think there's a branch of the family down in Florida, too, but we don't see those guys very often. I write down Florida. Okay. <laughs> and underline it twice. Yes. I draw a circle around Minnesota. Okay. <laughs> very good. Okay. Um... Keaton comes back into the room with a tray of coffee and Martha's jasmine tea and says, uh, anything else I can get for anybody or we all, we're all kosher in here. I think we're all right. Great. So, uh, how did, uh, how did you guys meet Bigfoot over here? Well, uh... Do you wanna? Do you wanna tell the story? He, I gestured. He stole a bit, but... my van. Oh dang! Oh, 
Listen, man, I am really sorry about that. Why did you steal my van? Well, I've got pretty bad eyesight, and I thought it was my van. Wait, really? (laughs) You're kidding. No, I'm sorry about that. Uh, But really, look, I'm just trying to get across the country to see my boyfriend. Oh. Oh. Um, Mariah Uh. cannot resist. Who's your boyfriend? Okay. Well, that's that's kind of personal, don't you think? I mean, that's fair. Is it anyone we'd know of? (laughs) Anyone famous? Um, Well... I don't know. He's not from around here. But listen, it's his birthday, and oh, I'm just trying to... We're trying to go to a birthday party, too. Um, so I totally understand the mix-up. Uh, so what if we give you a ride back to your van? We also have a plane. And or, or, like, where where is where is your boyfriend's birthday party celebration? Where is it? Ooh, let me pull up a random place generator. Because <laughs> oh, I, I was going to say, like, if it's on the way, we could just, like, drop you off and then pick you up when it's done. I don't think it's on the way because the table specifies long-distance part. Also, Bigfoot oh, just okay. said across the country. <laughs> uh, we'll say that Bigfoot's partner lives in Chicago. Okay, well, then oh, let's take Bigfoot right. back to his car. Yeah. And then he can drive to Chicago. I mean, that's a yeah. very far drive. We do have, and we a plane. have a biplane. Do you think we can make it to Chicago in a biplane? Hey, this is a fantasy world. I think Bigfoot could make it to Chicago in a biplane. Okay, but we can't miss Adam's birthday. Yeah. So, but we're hold not on. going to Chicago. We give him the plane. Oh, so you're saying we gave Bigfoot the plane? <laughs> I'm saying we give Bigfoot a plane. Bigfoot. Uh, Okay, but Bigfoot did just say his eyesight is bad. <laughs> yeah, well, there's nothing well, to run into up there. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have corrective lenses? Or? Okay, so, hey, how about a trade? How about a trade? You give us the van back, and we'll loan you a plane. Oh, man, you mean it? Yeah, yeah sure. Sure. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't see why not. That... Just uh, just bring it back when you're done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Keaton leans over and says, oh, don't worry. He's good for it. I, this guy is totally trustworthy. Oh, Your plane you. is in great hands. Thank you. I believe it. Okay, great. And uh, I think we still have time to make it to Adam's. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you do. And then we all have a lovely time. <laughs> we all get on so, our merry uh, way. So handshakes are exchanged. Uh-huh. Car keys are handed over. Um, Siobhan, do you return the stolen car or... Well, I never actually drove it out of the lot. I like oh, got that's right. In it. You just sort of idled it for a <laughs> uh-huh. few minutes and then came over to the house. So you didn't actually yeah. steal it. <laughs> no, just broke and entered. Did not steal. <laughs> did you turn on the radio for a few minutes, maybe? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. What channel did you change it to? I don't know, but it was playing that song like "You're My Butterfly." You're my butterfly. You're come, my lady, come, come, my lady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw a tweet the oh, other day man. that did that, but said John Mulaney, John, John Mulaney. Um, and anyway. It's exceptionally good. Um, I hope that was from 1996. In this universe, it certainly was. Perfect. Is that Crazy Town Butterfly? No, it was 1999. Well, it happened uh, three years early ago. Early, earlier. Earlier ago. Early ago. <laughs> In this timeline. Yes, it did. Exactly. So, uh, everything is wrapped up nicely and neatly. You guys get your 
uh, Shavan back and you were able to make it back to Revenant in time for Adam's birthday party, you uh, hand off the hat and it is just so well received. I mean, he doesn't like externally sort of acknowledge any excitement, but you can tell. But he wears it the rest of the party. Oh, yeah. He wears it the rest of the party, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, I think we also get an epilogue shot that is, like, while the credits are rolling, we get postcards of Bigfoot um, <laughs> in, like, various cities across oh, the U.S. Oh, on his way over I to Chicago. That. And then a picture of Bigfoot um, in front of the bean. And it's just Bigfoot and, like, a normal-ass guy. Like, hey guys, Bigfoot's boyfriend is just, like, a see, normal... See, I thought you had a reveal that it was Mothman good. or something, but I also love that. Yeah, no, I think so the reveal... I think the fun reveal is just that it's a normal dude. Just, like, some normal man. Alex, are mm-hmm. you stealing yeah, just, my, like, uh, my short, animated short of Bigfoot? Stealing your IP, yeah. Tim. No, I'm helping you oh, launch it. Oh, I this get it. This is the companion okay. property. Great. Okay, cool. I have a very important fact. Yeah? Okay. Um, totally irrelevant, but the song that Siobhan was listening to was the 1996 hit Pony by Ginny. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> it, like, just came out, and she's, like, sitting in the front seat, like, huh, yeah. Yeah, I like this. Yes. Write it. My pony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Incredible. Uh, yeah, so this has been Oh Dang, Bigfoot Stole My Car with My Friend's Birthday Present inside. Oh, dang. Wait, wait, wait. What's what's Bigfoot's boyfriend's name? Anthony. Yes. Perfect. Okay, good. <laughs>